If you are looking for an instant Mother's Day gift, if you are considering yourself perhaps maybe in a bind, um, go to dinneraffair.com slash upside and you can buy your mom a subscription for dinner affair meals. Now here's why we like them. And here's why I would be super thrilled getting this as a gift. It gives you the gift of time, which is priceless because their meal kits aren't kits that you have to put together. You have to assemble them. They're already done. They're already mixed. They're already whatever. Like we made one last week. It was like, put the chicken on a cookie sheet and put this pre-mixed sauce over it. Yeah. They're, you're you're not, you're not chopping onions trying to be like, Oh my gosh. Like chef Kevin Gillespie on top chef. That ain't happening. They're giving you the onions chopped in a, in a baggie. It's kid friendly. It's healthy. Jeff and I eat it at least three to four times a week. And we have been customers of their, theirs for years. It is so delicious. I will also say if you are a mom and you feel like, you know what, I'm going to treat myself. That's a good gift for you as well. I am telling you, you will never regret a dinner affair. I can't call it a subscription because it's not a subscription, but a dinner affair buying a, um, you'll never, you'll never regret opening your freezer or your fridge and seeing that brown meal when you think you don't have anything for dinner and you're like, Oh, I'm saved. And I think this week moms can buy themselves anything they want. Yeah. Right. It doesn't count. And be like, yeah, this is this is part of my Mother's Day gift. Yes. And nobody in the house can complain about it. No. They always do great deals for us. And you can find those by going to dinneraffair.com slash upside and happy Cinco de Mayo, which is oddly one of my favorite holidays. And I don't know why. I think I know why. I have a theory. What is if it? If you want to hear it. I think it's because... You are the king of the bandwagon. And I think when everybody gets excited about something, you're like, oh, oh, I'm excited. Like, I don't know why I'm excited, but I'm excited and I'm here and I'm into it. Like you're, you're, you're that guy. Do you remember, I've told this story, I think on the podcast before, but do you remember um, the story of the Cinco de Mayo where I saw somebody get run over by a car? No. I haven't told, and why are you laughing? I haven't told that story before. No, I hope it's not a terrible story. So I'm at a Mexican restaurant bar and um, sitting on the patio with, uh, there's a woman sitting across from me and two dudes. I knew the woman. She was a good friend, is a good friend. And then there's two dudes that I, I didn't know. They were friends of hers. And all of a sudden I hear like brake squeal. And I look up just in time to see a woman bounce off the front end of a car, land on the hood and slide off like maybe 50 yards away. I immediately go, Oh my gosh, whatever the expression was on my face was so terrifying that the person who was sitting across from the woman that I knew who was sitting across from me, she just screamed. She didn't know what happened. She just knew that it was bad based on my face. And the two dudes looked up, whipped around and said, was that, did that woman just get hit by a car? And I said, she did. And without missing a beat, they jumped up out of the table, mm-hmm. leapt over the railing and ran over to her because they were both doctors. Oh, there's a lucky break. Oh my gosh. So, so now everybody's like kind of standing at the edge, watching the scene unfold. The woman is like, I think she's trying to sit up, but the two doctors are telling her not to sit up. Yeah. Cause it could be a back injury or whatever. Um, the woman was pushing a stroller 
no that didn't get hit by the car at all so oh every God. so people are like so grateful for that the driver of the car was like a 17 year old woman she's sobbing it's this whole scene oh. it's the best part about the story ambulance comes takes the woman away i i never heard anything for i'm assuming she's fine it's the best part of the story ready the doctors that i was sitting with had fake mustaches on sombreros those big wraps that you would wear like on the beach in Cozumel. Yeah. It's super colorful. Mm -hmm. So this woman gets hit by a car and is lying on the pavement. And when she comes to, she looks up and she sees two like white dudes, gringos yeah. dressed like Cinco de Mayo partier people trying to save her. And I couldn't help but think what went through her mind. She's like, like I must have been hit harder than I thought. <laughs> right. But they, whatever they did, the ambulance came and took her away. And one of the guys came back and said, she will be okay. She's definitely going to be sore. But Oh, my gosh. She, terrifying. Yep. Yeah, she will be okay. So, anyhow, that's my Cinco de Mayo story. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for good memories. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for cell phones. It is a new month, if you do not know that. As of this week, it is May. Hence Cinco de Mayo, but we changed our show clothes every single month. And this show clothes is from a guy named Josh Passner. And Josh is the head coach for Georgia Tech men's basketball. And Jeff actually has a history with him, which is pretty random. Yeah. Josh and I were both in Arizona at the same time. And he was a student at the University of Arizona. While I was a morning show host there named Omelette. And I'm sorry. What was that now? Say what now? Come he again? He was a student. Yeah, no, that part I heard. I was asking you to say your radio name a bit louder. I was part of the Mojo and Betsy show. Right. And what did they call you? Omelette. Why? There was another radio personality in the market named Jerry Agar. And his nickname was Eggs. Yeah. And so I made the joke once that... Y'all should call me omelet because an omelet's better than eggs. And so it's stuck. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, um, I was a part of a radio show and we prank phone called Josh and it was very funny. And from that, we became friends. And he also shared something at some point during our friendship that I actually carried. Well, I, we actually have him on the phone. So I'm going to tell him this story. Because it, th there was something that he did that has been in my wallet since I've since being in working in Arizona in the mid nineties. You there, Jeff? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you good. Cool. Say hi to my wife, Callie. Hey, Callie, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Thanks for coming on with us. Yep, happy to do it. It's at some point when when we were together in Tucson, you either were on the show with us or you gave an interview or something. And in that interview, you quoted the optimist's creed. Yeah. 
you're, you're right on that. I do remember. I used to have the Optimus Creed actually on my desk. Yeah, I don't think you you mentioned the whole thing, but you quoted like a line or two out of it. Yeah. And it had such an impact on me that I Googled that or whatever Google was, probably Ask Jeeves or whatever, you know, yeah. I, I searched it, whatever, however I found it. And I realized what that thing was and I printed it out and I carried it in my wallet. I kid you not from 19... 19- late 90s, 97, 98, whenever I, I got it from you, it was in my wallet up until maybe 30 days ago because it had fallen, it had fallen apart. Wow. That's, that's really cool. I thank you for uh, saying I made that, that um, nice impact on you and that, yeah, no, I, you know, being an optimist, like when people like to say, Hey, look at the glasses, you know, either you're looking at his glasses half filled or half empty, depends on your outlook. I like to tell people, you know, in life, you want to look at everything as the glass is overflowing. And the more you can see that with that type of mentality and that type of attitude, I think that's better um, in the long term. Um, and, and being an optimist doesn't mean you can't be a realist. Um, you, you can be a realist. You can, you know, tell the truth. You can say, hey, look, we got to get better here. We got to get better there. I've got to improve on this. I got to improve on that. But being an optimist is that um, you see the vision that it's going to turn around. There's going to be a positive outcome that even when you get hit with a with something negative into your life, you're able to um, bounce back and say that, you know what, that tough situation I encountered actually helped me uh, get to where I am at today. And those things are what the optimist creed, you know, in general is about and seeing the goodness, seeing the goodness in individuals, seeing the goodness in situations, even when things maybe look dark at times and trying to find the light. Did this come from somewhere in particular? Were you born a natural optimist? Is it something that you put into practice every day? Is it something w- that you got from your family life or how did that kind of come about? And twofold, how do you keep on track every day? Yeah, great questions. What I would tell you is a few things. One is, um, you know, I, 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 my dad was really positive around me when I was growing up, but I've just always been naturally instinctively positive. I don't like negativity. I'm not into the woe is me, you know, when people get, you know, woe is me, meaning that you feel sorry for yourself. You know, nobody like, no one wants that. I mean, you got to, nobody wants to be around that. You got to really look at the positive. Now, look, each situ- there's situations in life that obviously are, you know, people have gone through harsh and tra- tra- uh, tragedies and um, um, traumatic experiences. And it takes so much time to, um, to overcome that. So it's very easy. It's very easy to say, hey, just be positive, you know, be excited. It's easy to say that it's, you know, you can it's easy to go read a book and feel better for a couple of days. But the reality of it is when you're going through a tough time or, or a traumatic event or something that's, you know, punched in your gut that you didn't even you know, know and it's left you in a, in a place of like, wow, I mean, this is not good. Having the discipline, the self-awareness of catching your thinking um, 
of negativity. And again, I'm the first to tell you, everybody, it is much easier to say than do. You can go to a, hear a motivational speaker. You can read a book. It's easy for you to get upbeat on for a day or you can say, hey, just snap out of it. It doesn't work like that. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of discipline and, and, and it, because it's hard. It's hard. I mean, who doesn't have down days? Who, who, I mean, people encounter, you know, traumatic events throughout their life, you know, at different various times, some more than others. And so it's all that, just that, that thinking of it. And the, probably the number one enemy that we all have is our own thinking. So talk to people about being a leader in this area, because you have to, and, and I'm, and I say leader because obviously you're a, a basketball coach. So you're in the locker room at halftime when, when the team is down or, you know, when you just got, you're in a room with a bunch of college guys who got knocked out of a tournament and you have to talk to them about optimism and gratitude while still respecting the fact that they're disappointed and, and, you know, frustrated, but also as a dad, how do you, how do you handle that with your kids when they're bummed about flunking a test that they study their butt off for, or not making the soccer team, not getting on a team or whatever it is. How do you, how do you lead through that? First of all, you got to lead yourself. That's important. You can't lead others unless you lead yourself. But then leading others means, you know, we all know when things are going really well and, and whether that's in sports, you win a lot or in business, you make a lot of sales or make a lot of money or that doesn't take a lot of leadership because everything's in, is, is smooth sailing. Leadership is it really comes into play when things are not going well. Yeah. You're, you're losing. Maybe you're having struggles within your own family. Business is not going well. Um, sales aren't, I mean, those are the signs of leadership and how do you deal in those times? And I really think when, if you look sometimes out of adversity, the best opportunities in life sometimes come through adversity opportunities and doors open and, and, and things that you can never imagine that you would get later on in life based on the adversity of the situation. And if you handle it properly, and you stay the course, you keep the faith, you, you, you stay positive, you don't waver on your values, and you just continue to move forward. Uh, a lot of times you've seen stories where people have, you know, their, their life has changed because of opportunities that came about of adversity. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for the impact that you had on me 25 years ago. And I printed it out again, so it's going to go back in my wallet. And then, uh, your energy is so inspiring. I appreciate you both saying that. I mean, it's amazing how life works itself out that, that in a full circle, we're back here talking and life's about energy. And that is something we all can control that we have our power to control our own energy. And I think energy is contagious. It could, if you have bad energy, that can be contagious in a bad way. And just like you have good energy, that can be contagious in a good way. And so I think all that goes hand in hand. So, um, you know, anytime you, and that's why it makes me feel so good. It gives me some goosebumps when you tell me that I've been able to impact you. Um, and a little thing like that uh, makes, you know, makes it all worth it. Well, thank you for the time today. We appreciate it. We know you're busy and uh, it, mean, it means a lot that you came on with us. 
anytime you need me in on any time. I love talking about positivity and uh, appreciate you both. You both stay well and stay healthy. Thank you. You too. So appreciate you both. If you see me along the way, let's get together. Let's do it. Okay. See Take you care. See you. Bye. He just like exudes good energy. And he's been like that for 25, 30 years, however long I I've known it. him. He's just, he just, that's his vibe. That's his vibration. So are you going to tell us what the Optimus Creed is? Yeah. Is you, that something that he made up? No, or? no, no, no. You can Google it and I'll also make it available. Um, I'll send, if you text the word Josh to 800-434-5454, I'll send you a link to it. But basically this is, this is the optimist's creed. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind, to talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet, to make all of your friends feel that there is something in them, to look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true, to think only of the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best, to be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own, to forget the mistakes of the past and press on to greater achievements in the future, to wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile, to give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others, and promise yourself to be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. That's awesome. Okay, now here's another thing. Now, I'm not a huge phone scam person, but he did say that that was like one of the most epic phone scams. Do you have that? I, of course I do. Are you going to play it? I sure will. Here's what you need to know. He's a student. The University of Arizona just won the national championship. They're the best college, men's college basketball team in the country. And Mike Bibby was a player on that team. Josh Passner was also on that team. Mike Bibby was like, the star. Mm -hmm. um, and Mike was in studio for something and he said, let's call Josh. Let's mess with Josh. And this, so is, you made this up on the fly. Yeah. This is what it sounded like. Hello. Hi, I'm looking for Josh. This is Josh. Hey Josh, this is Mark. You're a TA in theater appreciation. Hey Mark. How you doing? Hey, uh, you turning that paper today? Yeah. Um, I just got done looking it over and, um, well, the paper's kind of like a mess. It it doesn't make much sense to me. Uh-huh. Like. Well, I mean, I just tried. I mean, I didn't, because it was the, the Mississippi Delta, I mean, is about the. Maybe what we could do is figure out some extra credit or something. Is it real bad? Oh, yeah, it's bad. I thought it was bad, because I, 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 didn't, I didn't understand it real well either. Yeah, do you remember any of the play at all? Yeah, I remember some of the play. You I... Can you act a little bit out of it for me right now? What do you mean, act it out? Just, like, do a couple lines from the play? Yeah, the three actresses. Right. Okay, and you had all I remember is you had with the, you had, um, and then there was there they kept being like different. There was two people that kept doing different, like being the same people. I mean, different people, but they're the same person. You know what I'm saying? Now I have no, uh, what are you talking in circles? What do you mean? Uh, you're making no sense. Your your like, little thing the, here the is two, worse. There's two there's two actors that were the same that were like two different people. Yeah. They're the same person, but two different no. people. Right. With the rocking chair. And they and, had the. Uh, have you learned? You think you learned stuff from this course? I mean, I learned like the part where, um, you know, just about all the acting and you know how all the the, the only two things that uh, 
that that t- that TV. Okay, and- whatever. How about this? Can you do like uh, like an impression of uh, how Coach Olson acted right when you guys win the big game? Can you do an impression of him? Yeah, if you want me to. All right, can you do that for me? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Of how Coach Olson did it when we won the big game? Yeah, look exactly what he did and what he said and how he sounded. Wait, I, I wait, what, why? No, wait, wait, I, wait. I don't. I, why do you want me to do that? Because I just, you know, I might give me some indication. You know, it's a theater appreciation and acting and stuff. So I see a little improvisation and theaterness. This is not being tape recorded, is it? No, no. Okay, it's just uh, me. Uh, he said, uh, he goes, "Okay, Rod, you don't mind if I do the Coach Olson impression? You want? Don't let Coach Olson take this personal." <laughs> okay, um, he goes like this. He goes, uh, "Fellows, hey, real proud of you. Um, you know, you guys. And he doesn't. Do, he doesn't get a lot of emotion, Mark." Right. He uh, uh, you, he did. A, you guys did a real good job. You know, real proud of you. This is a, if any team that can ever question your toughness, no no one can now. This, you guys will go down in history. You know, and then he had a little tear in his eyes, and then and he just and then he kind of you know did the break, and he said, guys, you always remember this, and we just broke, and he went to his press conference. Great. How about you? What were you doing? What was I doing? Yeah. I was just running around hugging people. Are we making any noise and yelling? Go, and stuff? Hey, hey, we're number one. We're number one. What were you doing? We're not, I just said, I was just going around saying number one. All right, do it just like you did it the day of the game. Why is that? If you do it good, I'm going to give you an A. You're going to probably, is this Mark? Yeah. I don't know about this. Just do it just like you did it the day of the game. What do you got to lose? Okay, we're number one. That's how you said it? You just won the national championship. How'd you say it? We're number one! Mark. We're number one! Hey, Mark. What? Now, let me let me ask you this. Yeah. What um? We're number one! Woo! National champions, baby! Hello? That's how. We're, Josh. We're, hello? Josh. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, Josh. Yeah. That's Mike Bibby. And this is the Mojo and Betsy Show, and you've been phone scammed. Oh, that's not right. That is not right. That is not right at all. Okay, a couple comments. One, that audio quality, we've come a long way. That was recorded. Like, when he's like, this is not being tape recorded, that was actually recorded on physical tape. Tape, yes. Like, like real-to-real tape, and... That's yeah. Crazy. Um. And number two, you sound like a child. Did you hear? Also, did you hear the reverb in there? Like the echo yes. that used to be on old school radio stations. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like yeah. the sound is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, anyways, thank you for being a good sport, then, Josh, and uh, thank you for contributing to our show in the form of the end of the show clip or quote or whatever it is. Um, that's actually his voicemail greeting. That's what the audio is. If you call his voicemail, that's what it says. So thank you, Josh. Appreciate you. If you are not wearing the most comfortable underwear of your life right this very second, you are missing out on life. Your underwear should feel like you are sitting in a cloud. Yes, it can be that comfortable with me undies. MeUndies not only uses sustainable, breathable, soft as heck fabric, but they also give you endless styles to choose from. It is total comfort inside and out. Now, I prefer the more classic, some might call 
basic colors, but they also have crazy prints. They have so much to choose from. MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. Never leave your couch again with a MeUndies membership, a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door. Each month, you'll choose from new undies, socks, or a bralette and pick the style and color or the print that feels the most you. Plus, you can enjoy discounted pricing, free shipping, and exclusive early access to new launches. Love your butt? Get that membership. MeUndies has a great offer for Upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com upside. That's MeUndies.com upside. I talked last week about the COVID-15. It's the 15-pound average weight gain that everybody got in the year 2020 just because of the lifestyle changes, right? It's just there's a lot going on and things happened. So we're all trying to get healthier now. If I told you that you could join Thrive Market and have healthy delivered to your door, you would do it, right? It makes it so simple to have healthy snacks around when they get delivered right to your door or when you can just pop online and order them rather than write them on a list and then go to the grocery store when you're hungry and be like, nah, I'm just going to get double stuffed cookies instead. Nope. Thrivemarket.com slash upside is where you need to go. It's a membership club. And because they're a membership club, you save money on every single purchase. As a matter of fact, the average savings is $32 per purchase. Join Thrive Market today. You'll get $20 off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T dot com slash upside to get the exclusive offer. $20 off your first order and a free gift. You're not going to get this anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside today. I do not know one person who has bought bras in person and had a really awesome, totally not awkward, super easy, seamless experience. I don't know anyone. I really don't. I know most women in my life dread it and I used to dread it too. That's until I started shopping at Third Love. What Third Love does is amazing and they do it all online. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. So there's no uncomfortable weirdness and it doesn't take forever. It's a really cool experience. They have something called the fitting room. So what you want to do is go to thirdlove.com upside. And the fitting room is going to ask you how your current bra fits. And I don't mean like, hey, does it fit well? I mean, very specific questions about your current bra. Then using that information, they're going to tell you what their love bra is going to be the best fit for you. And let me tell you, they nailed it. It was such a great experience. I love the classic t-shirt bra. It is the original bra that my best friend recommended to me because she loved the company so much. I was a paying customer of theirs because of the classic t-shirt bra, and I will never buy bras anywhere else. Third Love knows your one true fit is out there. So right now they're offering Upside listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. 
Today's quote of the day, kindness is a language that the deaf can hear and the blind can see. What do you think is the number one sandwich in America? Not like the brand, but like a type of sandwich. Uh, Peanut butter and jelly, right? Wouldn't that be number one? That would be number nine. Really? Yeah. Okay. What about, um, is is like a sub sandwich? Is that too generic? Too generic. Um... You're going to be so annoyed at yourself for not knowing this. Grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. Number one, grilled cheese. Yep. Number two, grilled chicken. Yep. Number three, turkey. I think turkey would be before chicken, in my opinion. But grilled, just saying. Oh, grilled chicken would be like the fast food. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roast beef, ham, six is BLT, seven is club. I have a question about this one. Number eight, bacon. What is a bacon sandwich? It needs more. And how is that over PB&J as America's it, favorite sandwiches? Is BLT on there? Because if not- Yeah, I'll... BLT was six. Oh. Then club, which is so good. Then bacon. What's bacon? And then pulled pork and jelly. And number 10 is pulled pork. We have- No, s- not pulled pork and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> 10 is pulled pork. But I'm stuck on this bacon one. Like you just put bacon on bread. That sounds disgusting. I feel like we have so many- People who listen to the upside from Georgia, from Tennessee, from Texas, from Alabama, like the Southern, it feels like a very Southern sandwich that, that it probably has mayonnaise on it. Yeah. I'm guessing because people in the South put mayonnaise on everything. So would it just be bacon, mayonnaise and white bread? I don't know. If you got yourself a good bacon sandwich recipe, send it our way. I mean, all right, here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, number one, the world's healthiest foods. This is the world's healthiest food. Number one, not a bacon sandwich. Shocker. It's fish. Hmm. Uh, number two is kelp, seaweed. Hmm. Number three, mushrooms, which are like, I call them dirt junks because <laughs> they taste like dirt and look like junks. Uh, coconuts is... One, two, three, four. Watercress? What's watercress? Watercress is like the fancy food. And it's it they look it looks like sprouts, I think. Okay. Wild berries, wild rice, wild game. Hmm. And then maple syrup, honey, and nuts. Hmm. World's healthiest foods. Uh number two. What are the everyday things that bore people the most? It's a survey conducted by Reader's Digest magazine. Number one, standing in line. Number two, doing laundry. Mm-hmm. Agree with it so far. Number three, getting stuck in traffic. That to me, it depends on the mood. Yeah. If I'm feeling it, if I'm like, you know what, it is what it is, and I can turn up some loud music and like. But if you're in a hurry and you're already run, running late and then you get stuck in traffic, you're like, ah! meetings, diets, exercise, weeding the lawn, and housework. Mm-hmm. And my third random thing for today, if you want your kid to focus, get them to learn how to play an instrument. Musical training provides lifelong improvements to attention and focus. Musicians have greater control over their attention. They're less distracted. And the more musical training a person has, the better they can control their attention. Plus, musicians have better memories. That's interesting because I played piano as a kid and it didn't work out because I was too distracted to practice. Really? Yeah. Maybe you just needed to find a different instrument. 
I 100% want Ellie to learn an instrument. I at least want to give her the opportunity to. Yeah. For those reasons. And because I desperately want a musical family. Even though we're not musical. Not at all. Those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. When I was at my last radio job, we created an event called... um, the, on Cinco de Mayo every year, it was a 5K. Yes, and I it remember. Was, it's the only 5K I've ever run. And it was called the 5 Queso. Yeah. We'll run for cheese. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, will forever be... I, I love that event. Yes. Like the 5 Queso, the guy who thought of it, his name is JP, and he didn't realize the gold that he had when that came out of his mouth. He's, He's like, one of those guys that says, like, quippy stuff a lot. Yeah. Quip, right? Yeah. Yeah. Quippy stuff a lot. So he just was probably saying it and everyone, I can imagine everyone in the room being like, what? Yeah. Like the needle scratch across the record. Yeah. And it, it's one of my favorite memories of that radio station. And I would like to someday bring that back as like some sort of national event. The 5K so? The 5K so. I mean, who wouldn't run for cheats? Yeah. And, um, and that being said, I also want to tell a story because that was the radio job I got fired from. I also want to tell a quick story about a guy in St. Louis who got a tattoo, it's half of the morning show. Oh my gosh, I saw this. He got a tattoo of the radio station's logo on his shoulder. Seven days later, they fired him. Can you imagine getting your last show's logo tattooed on you? And then you and your co-host had that huge falling out and then you have the tattoo forever. Forever. I mean, hopefully somebody, I think it was in St. Louis. Hopefully somebody in St. Louis who has one of those laser tattoo removal places. Why would you? Here's the thing, though. You work in radio. You know how it works. Either one, he knew that his job was in jeopardy. And he's like, I'm going to do this to try to buy myself six more months. Because certainly they won't fire me. Like ratings were slipping or something. He's like, I'm going to show my dedication with a tattoo. Or... He knew he was going to get fired, and everybody in the industry is talking about it. Which right. Makes it not a terrible. Everybody in the United States is talking about it. It was all over the news today. Or he's just dumb, which, you know what? It could have just been a radio bit that went sideways, and those things happen too. So good luck to him. Hey guys, it's Marissa. I was just listening and really felt connected to Callie talking about um, thinking being surprised about how she felt going back to work. Um, I had the same thing. I never thought. I would feel that way or like miss the stuff at home um, or feel bad about missing the stuff at home because I loved my job, but I definitely like was pretty bummed and mine didn't even happen like right away. Mine was more in the last couple years and my son is now like six. So it was really when he went to school because I felt like I was really missing stuff. So surprising that that happens and that we think we're this one person and then and then we shift and it's really shocking and I totally feel you on that and mom guilt is real and it's okay and I hope that you find a good balance and and you're a great mom and we all love you. Bye. With summer right around the corner, you might be thinking, well, I don't want to start therapy now because we're going on trips over the summer. 
We got some road trips planned. We're going to the beach and I'm going to have to schedule appointments. I'm going to miss appointments. It's going to be so inconvenient. I'd like to propose another solution. Start your therapy in less than 24 hours with a counselor from BetterHelp. If you go to betterhelp.com slash upside and fill out the questions at the beginning, when you go to that website, they're going to match you up with a professional counselor who's going to be a specialist in whatever it is that you're dealing with. And this counselor and you are going to meet virtually. You're going to be on the phone. You're going to do a secure video chat. It's going to be just like face-to-face therapy, but you guys are going to be in two separate places, which means you can be anywhere. You can be at the beach. You can be at grandma's house. You can not tell them where you are. It doesn't matter because with BetterHelp, you're doing your meeting virtually, which means you can do it from the convenience and privacy of wherever you like. It's just another perk of starting your counseling journey or continuing your therapy journey with BetterHelp you to start living a happier life today because you're an upside listener you're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health that's betterhelp b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p dot com slash upside head over there today there was a point in my life where I was really really hesitant and dreaded buying eyeglasses because they were so expensive. And I remember in college, I would go into an eye store and I knew I was going to be spending hundreds of dollars and I really didn't want to spend the money, but there weren't any other options. Well, Warby Parker is revolutionizing the eyewear industry because they are giving you quality eyewear at an incredible price point. Their glasses start at $95. Okay. And we're not talking like for the frames. And then you've got all these add-ons. And then when you get your prescription in there, it's an extra $200 and all of that stuff. No, 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 no. With Warby Parker, you go to their website, warbyparker.com slash upside. And you can take the quiz that they have on there to get your perfect like look for glasses, what'll fit your face, what'll look great for you. And then they have an at-home try-on kit. So you can take the quiz. You can have five pair of Warby Parker glasses sent to your home for free. And you can spend a couple days trying on these glasses and figuring out what you actually like wear them around your house, live in them a little bit, and then return them and they will send you glasses with your prescription. This is so great. This is so easy. I love Warby Parker. I have four or five pair of their glasses and they're absolutely great. I will never buy my glasses anywhere else. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pair of glasses to try on at home for free for five days. There is zero obligation to buy. It ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash upside. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Kelly. I just wanted to let you know that Ellie's probably going to end up choosing her grandfather's name. My oldest son was my parents' first grandchild, and my dad wanted to be grandpa. But when my son started talking, it turned into people, and we didn't have any choice but to change it. And now he's people forever. Thanks. Bye. Hi there, this is Hillary. I know it's hard not being able to participate in the appointments with the pediatrician, um, but I wanted to share that our pediatrician isn't allowing both parents to attend past six months because of COVID. 
so only one parent can be there. And I don't know if that makes Kelly feel better. Um, but that, that's kind of like the world that we're in right now. But just thought I'd share that. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, bye. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is the Marvelous Mary Magus. Actually, it's the Marvelous Magnificent Magical Mary Magus. Um, I want to thank you for the birthday wishes. And I'm also a teacher. Um, thanks again. Uh, it meant the world to me to have that. Have a great day. Bye. Callie, you were talking about your dad and how he wasn't sure what name he wanted to be called as a grandfather. And my grandfather, we called him Pop-Pop. I loved calling him Pop-Pop. It was always easy to say, especially when I was a little kid. And um, he was just the best. I miss him so much. But Pop-Pop, fun. Maybe Mr. Greg will like that. Okay, bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Susanna, currently sitting in the rain at Carpool Pickup, and I was just listening to today's episode where you were talking about names for your dad, and I just laughed a little bit because we had this long conversation when my daughter was little about what she was going to call her grandparents, and she ended up creating the name she called them herself. We were going to go for grandpa, for her uh, grandpa on her dad's side, and she just started calling him Papa. No one else, none of the other cousins call him Papa. Everyone else calls him Grandpa. But, you know, my daughter, that's her Papa. So good luck trying to find a name. Love the show. Y'all are doing great. And have a good day. Life is short. We spend so much time sweating the small stuff. Worrying, wishing, wanting, waiting for something bigger. Instead of focusing on the simple blessings that surround us every day. Life is so fragile, and it takes a single moment to change everything you take for granted. Focus on what's important and be grateful. 